Hello, everybody. Welcome to the My L Ink Tattoo Podcast. I know you guys have been missing the podcast, but it's back. Also, make sure you check out me on Mixcloud, mixcloud.com slash Renato Creative. Again, mixcloud.com slash Renato Creative. You can check out this interview plus the music. So check that out. If you miss any part of the show, do not worry because you can listen to the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. It's also on Spotify. This is a great platform for people with tattoos. And I do thank you for tuning into the podcast. Again, also check out my website, Renato Creative, and follow me on social media at Renato Creative. So here's my interview with Callie Cutthroat. She's a Alabama-based hip-hop artist. She's independent. She's a great artist, and she's going to talk about her career as a model and also as a hip-hop artist. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure you share the show with your friends, family, classmates, and co-workers. We'll be right back with Callie Cutthroat. Hello, welcome to the Party Connect, and I got my guest, Callie Cutthroat. She's in the building. It's about to get crazy. Yeah, she is an (laughs) artist, man. All right, so Callie Cutthroat, tell us where you're from and how you got into the music industry. Well, hello, everyone. I'm originally from Grand Bay, Alabama. It's on the outskirts of Mobile, Alabama. I got into music um, at a very young age because my dad was on tour with Denise LaSalle as a drummer and my mother was a DJ host, photographer, and just amongst a lot of other things in the music industry. So I always had like um, that drive for the industry. Wow, your mom sounds like me because I do a lot of, I do photography, DJ, music production. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I think you're cool. She was, she was, your mom seems cool. I think I would like her. Yeah. <laughs> She's really sweet. All right. So, that helped you get into the music industry. Do you remember the first song that you recorded? Um, yes, the first song I recorded, I never released. <laughs> that way. Yeah. All right, so tell us about your first experience when you went into the studio to record your first song. Ooh, okay. Um, my first experience, I wouldn't say was all that great. I was nervous, like nervous, nervous. And I make like borderline hip hop, rock and roll. It's like trap metal, like sugar trap, Rico Nasty type. But, you know, just all together rock and roll mixed with hip hop, which is my life. You know, my mom, she liked rock and roll more than anything. And she was in a few bands. So I'm kind of like a spinoff of that. Well, my first time in the studio, it was more of a more hood-like setting. So I tried to go in there and record a song that's mixed. It's kind of like rock and roll and rap. And I ended up actually being secretly recorded. And (laughs) um, it just all around wasn't a good 
situation. Like, I chose the wrong studio for, like, a musician like me. I need to go where I'm understood. Like, they can understand my vocal. My message through my music. Not just think, oh, this girl is crazy and she's just screaming in the microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I understand that also because I am different and I'm trying to, I try to stay different yeah. from everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Even growing up, ooh, I was different. So, that's pretty cool. I like that you're different. Different, and that's probably why I'm drawn to you because your style is different also. Like, you. you took a picture with a chainsaw. Could you tell us about <laughs> that? Um, so, um, I have my favorite photographer, and I believe he's going to be featured in the magazine. He's my favorite, and he is, his name is Terrence Smith. He's very creative, and we just, he calls me, he's like, hey, are you free? I'm like, yeah, I'm free. And he's like, I got a new lens, new camera, and I need, what do we call it? Um, a Mickey, you know, like a test dummy, the person who samples stuff. And I love to be his test dummy because, like, his work is amazing. So we're in there, and he has these props. And, of course, me being crazy and radical, I'm like, hey, is that a chainsaw? Can I, can I take pictures with it? He's like, heck, yeah, it look cool. So there I am, and it with a chainsaw in a bikini, like chainsaw hot massacre. <laughs> okay, and I'm looking at your pictures. It looked like you're into video games and anime. Are, are you into video games, anime? Of course. Now we'll say a lot of people like to make fun because I'm an Xbox Nation girl, okay. not PS4. Anime, I love anime, all kinds, like just cartoons in general. I just love animation. What is your favorite anime? My favorite anime right now, well, I always go with Dragon Ball Z, but new age anime, I would have to say would be the new Beastars series they have on Netflix. Okay. Our Teen Titans. If that counts. (laughs) What anime that has not been translated from Japanese would you like to watch? It's one called Karinga. It's like a poker. um, It's a poker anime. But they're not literally playing poker. It's like a gambling college. They have their school and stuff. But the popularity runs on gambling. So during their break and stuff... They gamble and you can go in debt and you become a house pet where people treat you like crap or whatever and sit on you. But it's really like that show gets the blood flowing. Like it's good. It's never a dull moment. And I don't even like gambling. Let me add. I hate gambling. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I know I mentioned video games. What is your favorite Xbox game? Oh, God, my favorite, my favorite, favorite is Kingdom of Hearts, like, since the child. That's a good one. Yeah, I love it. What's your favorite character? Um, I would say, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, the main character. No Disney people, because, I mean, that's too easy. What, what is his name? 
it's on my Xbox. If I pull it up, I can get it. But you know, they have Asian names. Yes, definitely. What video game have you not played that you would like to play? Um, the new Demon Slayer that comes out October 13th. Okay, what game do you wish was on Xbox but it's on PlayStation? Hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, we have Apex. It's one that's not available for Xbox. And it's something like, is it Warzone? No, Warzone is merged. Oh no, I only stick in my lane, really. Okay, let's get back <laughs> to the music. Uh-huh. So I know we're gonna talk about your music, but what's in your playlist right now? Um, so I'm kind of weird. I love I listen to like Mozart and you know Beethoven. I listen to like Greek God playlists that people make on YouTube, and I find different artists. I just I I like. My playlist is very soothing and it's something you can think to. Like, um, I like The Fray, Amy Winehouse, anything classic, Janet Jackson, uh, Madonna, Gwen Stefani, Rap Wise, Rico Nasty, Molly Brazy. Um, I love the old greats like The Brat, um, Eve. Is a very big inspiration. She's the only Rough Rider woman. And DMX is my biggest inspiration. I, I look to him as a father. DMX has a lot of hits. Like, I remember he, he, you know, people would say Jay-Z, but DMX actually carried Def Jam when there was like a decline. DMX was just released he was a very strong individual and he was always real. He kept it real with us. That's yeah. what I appreciate. How long have you been in the entertainment industry as a model and a musician? Hmm. Okay. The entertainment industry, I would say, I know at least a good seven to eight years if you include um, dancing and modeling. I started modeling about four to five years ago. I actually was a dancer and people asked me to take photos, but it was like regular photos, nothing too crazy. You know, my, my photos have evolved with me throughout time, but I would say at least eight years. But this is the thing. I was unfairly removed from school due to racial issues and I had track and field scholarships so I was kind of heartbroken but I needed to do something with my life and something to fill to fill that performing void and then one day I had a friend just drop me off at a dance club and I never looked back and I figured like later on I realized it was the thrill of performing on a stage for people like people was like you don't dance normal you dance like a superstar, like you putting on a show. And that's what I do. You know, that's that's what kept me going to where now I'm like, hey, I need to make my own music and dance to it. Like, I, I just always had a thrill for performing and entertaining. Definitely. I mean, 
if people go to your Instagram, they can see you in concert and, you know, see you in clubs dancing. And, like, it's very high energy. And even your music video, Acrobat, a lot of high energy in that video. So what, what was it like um, shooting that music video and performing? Dude. Okay, so Acrobats. Oh my God, that's my first music video. And it was supposed to be like a movie. The way I planned it out, I had people with their trucks. I was supposed to be getting thrown out on the highway and abandoned. It was supposed to go one way. And it's like, you can plan stuff with people up to the last minute and it still don't mean that they're going to show up. But something about that day, I was like, you know, I could sit and I could, you know, dwell on people not showing up and stuff. But I was like, something, everybody was like, why don't you just wait so you can do the video how you want? And I was like, no, something's telling me to shoot this right now, today. Because, you know, something's saying now or never. And shooting it, I had two of the girls that were my rider dies, you know, I felt like that was all I needed. Performing acrobat, it's like me performing a piece of me to people. And it's either they accept it or they don't. But either way, I'm like, hey, I'm here and you're going to hear me. Like, you're going to know who I am one way or another. And it's a good song. Like, I can mix it with a lot of stuff. Like, and it has the Cali vibes for some reason. I, I think it's Cali vibe. I could be wrong. But I mix it with a lot of Cali music. Dude, you're going to love this uh, music video I'm dropping this upcoming month. I can send you some exclusives. Okay. Yeah, definitely interested. Mm-hmm. Um, how is the rap scene in Alabama? Because, you know, a lot of people think of Alabama. They definitely don't think of rap. They think of, you know, maybe now Charlotte. Because one time they didn't think of Charlotte for rap. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, maybe Atlanta or somewhere else. But how is the rap scene in Alabama? Alabama is definitely becoming the new Atlanta. I can tell you that. It's been on that since Young Blue. Since Young Blue took off from there. We really, we have a lot going for musicians. Like, we're trying to grow the community to where we have places for people to come express themselves rather than being in the street committing crime because where I live is the murder capital of Alabama and it's still going on like right now I removed myself I'm in Omaha Nebraska because like it's it's left and right killings that down there but it's so much talent like Alabama Mobile Alabama is a hidden gem full of different types of artists we got different genres we have everything and people are starting to catch on, like Flo Millie, Young Blue, No Cap, all from the same area. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the current state of hip-hop? Ooh, my thoughts. I would say, I feel like we have a lot of good artists. We have a lot of, you know, wholesome artists like that rap and they're feeding your soul because it's good music and it's stuff you can relate to but we also have that previous wave that was before us that was just 
jumbled crap just to fill in I felt like like the mumble rap and all that it's cool if you're drunk you want to have a drink you're in a club or something but we need we need music like Lauren Hill we need we need that era back to where the music is elevating everyone's spirits is giving everybody hope we need more of that I definitely agree and there's a few indie artists that is definitely doing that but you have to really search for them what does hip-hop mean to you hip-hop means to me it means to it means to me it's it's kind of i feel like tradition i feel like it's a part of our culture it's a part of who we are it's it's our way to make to make we're not making noise we're making we're making waves and frequencies of love some of us you know some of us but I feel like back in the day we had our Negro spirituals we had you know and before that in the motherland we had our own songs in different languages I feel like we're just evolving you know as a race and as a human race and this is just how it's coming out okay how do you separate yourself from other artists because we already talked about you being unique mm-hmm. and adding your rock style and being unique mm-hmm. um i feel like you know i really never really had to separate myself they kind of do it for me and i used to you know i used to think it was kind of unfair it's, it's like we're, we're the same you know we're the sk- same skin color we're the same you know we in this together but I didn't realize like how different I was. And like, I stick out like a sore thumb and I used to really not like that about myself, but when you realize your superpowers, quote unquote, you know, you have to use it and run. Um, I could say I'm not my, my subject matter and the way I express myself on a beat, the beats that I make and the beats that I like, are different everything has to match me and matching me is not an easy job because I'm so sporadic and spontaneous and I'm, I'm bubbly but I'm also rock and roll dark I'm like I don't know I'm a wonder ball I'm the galaxy babe of the 251 so uh, I can't really I can't really separate myself I've just always been secluded in a way Okay, what advice do you have for aspiring artists? I would say put your best foot forward. Ignore the hate. Ignore ignore the doubt other people cast on you and that you cast on yourself. You know, if you feel like music is for you, go for it. Because you never know who you could be helping just by telling your story. Like, Acrobat... I had a girl write me maybe a month ago. She's like, I'm in the hospital with a gunshot wound to the head by my best friend over some a dude that I was talking to. And I stumbled across your song. And it's the only thing I feel like is keeping me alive right now. And I was really in tears. Like, I was like, wow, you know, she's a strong woman. And my song is able to be even an ounce of light in somebody's life. I'm blessed. I feel like I'm blessed to be able to do that, to reach people. Definitely, I agree with that, because when I was in the hospital, I was listening to your songs, 
and all the other indie artists, especially when I was getting that first chemo. Oh my gosh. I had indie artists to make it through the chemo because chemo is terrible. Yes, sir. And um, also being in the hospital and being homesick, I would listen to the indie artists, my mixed shows, and other DJs on Mixcloud. So I actually sent um, some information to Mixcloud. Mm-hmm. There's some information about me, um, about Mixcloud helping me get through, um, get through, you know, my. Yeah. So really, Mixcloud really helped me. And actually, this show's on Mixcloud. Mixcloud really helped me because I was listening to DJ mixes. Sure, I listened to Spotify, but I really don't like Spotify no more because I know Spotify don't pay artists that great. Mixcloud actually pay artists a lot better. So that is um, that is great um, that you was able to help someone. And definitely, you could make a song that stops someone from committing suicide or something. That is the ultimate goal. Like the through my performances and like having people literally take rings off their finger and give it to me because they just liked me so much. Like it made me realize I have my own tribe. We have our own tribe. And it's the tribe of the unique and different people who suffer with disorders and you know, maybe drug abuse from trauma when they were growing up or something. Like, I don't have kids and everybody be like, well, you don't have something to live for. But finding my tribe in the music industry let me know that I do, I have plenty. I have people that me just expressing myself when I have meltdowns or something, me just saying how I feel I never knew so many other people were feeling that exact same way. So I feel like, you know, we all have a purpose. You don't have to have kids to feel like, you know, that's your only purpose. Maybe your purpose is to change the world through music or just keep people alive through music. I never knew how serious that is. But once people started telling me, hey, you know, you're helping me and you know, I feel the same way. If you didn't post this, if you didn't post how you was feeling this day, you know, I was feeling the same way and I didn't know how to express myself. But reading yours let me know I wasn't alone. And that stuff like that means the world. Yes, you have a purpose. Your purpose and all artists, I actually did a post on this. All artists, your purpose is to create music to heal. Yeah. Heal people. And also music can cause people to commit crimes too. Yeah. You just gotta be careful with what you put out. Um so what is your favorite song that you have recorded? Oh, my favorite song is definitely Dirty Dancing, which is the new song and new video that will be dropping in September. It's my lead single to the EP dropping in October, PTSD. Oh, wow. You're going to definitely get a lot of streams because, you know, a lot of people are going to PTSD and because mm-hmm. a catchy title. So what do PTSD stand for? Because I probably got an acronym. <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty tactical, seductive, and deadly. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I kind of got a picture of what your video is probably going to 
look like. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other future projects or even tour dates coming up? Um, right now, uh, no tour dates. But future projects, yes, because I'm kind of linked in with live mixtapes. So I have at least 12 mixtapes to drop. <laughs> oh, wow. I was thinking about um, actually doing an all-female mixtape with the girls back home after this one. That would be awesome. uh, Awesome. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, doing music, dancing, acting, and modeling. What other talents do you have? Other talents? Um, I would say I can paint. I'm a really good painter. Uh, I'm a really good songwriter, but that's still music. Um, I can, I'm good at typing. Hobbies, I can design clothes. I have, that's later on in the future, you know, one thing at a time. But definitely clothing design, creative directing. I have my own production company, um, photography. I'm learning, but I have a a niche for it. I love gardening. Uh, I'm really good at cooking. I won three cooking competitions in middle school, but it was real competitions. And it was for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I I rang in all three in Houston, Texas. Wow. Um, but track and field was really my thing. It was really my thing. I um, actually had scholarships and I went to state. Um, it was really always, it was mainly always music and acting. And then I found track. Okay. So walk us through. You just finished work. I mean, working on your music or modeling or whatever you acting or whatever mm-hmm. you go home you turn on the TV you go to Netflix or Hulu actually Hulu and Netflix did not sponsor this show they oh. should so. maybe next um, <laughs> what movie would you turn on if I came home so you said my favorite movie yes it would definitely be Suicide Squad at the moment <laughs> okay why because I love Harley Quinn and often I'm referred to you know as her I I really didn't know who she was until maybe five or six years ago like I knew her in the comics but I didn't pay as much attention she helps me feel understood because she's just as crazy and sporadic and spare of the moment but she's real you know and she always has a smile that's me. <laughs> okay. Any other movies? Huh? Do you have any other favorite movies? Um, yes. Harlem Nights. Uh, let's see. Other favorite movies? Forrest Gump is one. Uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Stand By Me. I love classics like Homeward Bound. Stuff that made me cry is really in there with me. Um, 
I wouldn't say the bow is one. Um, hmm. I love I love a lot of stuff. I'm trying to think. Top of my list. Not really scary movies, but I love scary movies. But I don't have a specific favorite. Um, anything I'll tell you pretty much anything with Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, uh, Chris Tucker. Anything with those three are my caps, my fave. Oh, okay. My number one favorite movie is Half Baked by Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I, I just love the white guy that's in there, and he's always like, he looks too freaking stoned or whatever. You know, they were hitting like the whole movie, he just looks out of it. <laughs> awesome. So, I got a question for you. Mm hmm. And I'm trying to remember. I'm going to have to cut this out. Um, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I got to remember. Oh my gosh. I really forgot. Going movies? No. Um, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you feel about the Milk Crate Challenge? Oh, I've seen something so funny, dude. They said... It was a picture of a dude with, like, you know, the uh, Muslim hat. He was, like, a Muslim dude. And he was, like, the government put those crates in the hood. And I was, like, he might be on to something. But how I feel about it, it is it's something to watch. It's entertaining. But I see people dying from that. So I, I just think they need to cut it out. Like, leave it alone. Because we're, we're influenced others to do it. And some people are actually dying when people start dying i just feel like it's not okay oh wow so yeah that sounds about right mm-hmm. um what yeah it's just stupid to me but i did see one yeah. one black lady she did it with heels with no problem so, oh yeah in houston were they in houston doing it i don't know where she was located but just mm-hmm. like she did it in heels. Yeah, it looked cool at first when I saw people were making it, but when I saw like people with their brains on the side of the sidewalk, paramedics, it's like, oh no. Yeah, that's when you turn off the camera and you don't upload the video. Like, yeah. people just don't have yeah, respect. They have no respect for their brains or something. I'd be too traumatized to upload that ever. Yes, definitely. It's just the uh, today's society. So, um, can I ask you a question? You may. How long have you been DJing and doing photography? So, photography, I have been doing that for a good 18 years. Woo! DJing, I started when I was 8 years old. I used to hang around the DJs and word them. Mm-hmm. Oh, since I was 8 years old, but I just started back doing it. I um, actually used to do a mix show every mm-hmm. every every Thursday. I started that in 2012, a mix show every Thursday. I kind of cut back on that, and I started back doing the mix shows around 2018, and mm-hmm. I've mixed those ever since. Well, I'm definitely glad you started back. Definitely, I'm enjoying um some. Clubhouse really encouraged me. They heard one of my mix shows, which I was 
under the Maya Inc. page, and they heard my mix my mix show, and they was like, "Wow, you're pretty good." And I was like, "I'm rusty," and they was like, "You're pretty good." And so I I kept doing it, and I'm I'm back. You know, mm-hmm. my mix is a lot better than you know when I had when they had listened to it. So I'm I'm remembering stuff, and it's kind of different doing stuff on a controller versus a record player. You were on a record player, like the old school. Yes, back in the day. Oh wow, you <laughs> came a long way. Yes, definitely. actually, the record player is better for scratching, but the um the controller that I have is pretty good for scratching. So if you look to, listen to my mixtapes. I think I did it on your song. I think I scratched your song. Mm-hmm. Scratch don't sound too bad, you know, but it's definitely not going to sound like a turntable. Yes, definitely. So I do thank you for coming through. Mm-hmm. Do you want to promote anything? Do you have anything for sale? Also, do you have any shout outs? Um, I would like to give a special out, <laughs> a special shout out to Shay Music. That's my girl in Alabama. She makes music too, and she's going stupid hard. Also, Queen Lulu, um, Nietzsche Lou. These are all female rappers from Mobile, Alabama that are putting in work. I would like to give a shout out to Sayani. I would like to give a shout out to Dre Day Entertainment. He hosts big events in the city that give artists a voice and a chance to express themselves. Also, shout out Elevated Culture and Draco. It's called Sticky TV Global. Shout out all my friends back home, everyone putting in work, everybody positive that wants to see a change in life. Langston Hughes said, be the change you seek. And that's what I'm working on. We have to live in the bigger picture, not just see it. Definitely. I do thank you for coming through. Definitely got to have you back on the show. Especially when, especially when you drop that EP and that music video. Do you oh, have- yeah, I'm definitely going to send you that exclusive over after this. But the question is, do you have anything else you would like to mention? Or do you have anything that you sell, like t-shirts or anything? Mm-hmm. Um, exclusive cutthroat gear coming out November 2021. Also, it's I have my own production company. It's called Underdog Railroad Media. It's a direct link to the hottest artists in Mobile, Alabama that I feel are underdogs and feel that they are underdogs that have proven themselves to be true underdogs. Everyone with a message. All right, so we definitely get some of those artists on the Party Connect on Mixcloud. For sure. All right, I do thank you for coming to the Party Connect on Mixcloud. Also, we do have the new Party Connect Indie, which is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. It's mm-hmm. straight indie, nothing but indie. So make sure you also search in your favorite podcast app. You can use okay. Beyond Podcast or Podcast or any podcast app. Search for DJ Renato Creative, mm-hmm. the Party Connect Indie. Which is available again on Spotify, and it's all Spotify podcast, uh-huh. iTunes podcast. Also, if you miss any part of the show, 
no don't have no fear only thing you have to do is go to mixcloud.com slash renato creator slash uploads again mixcloud.com slash renato creator slash uploads and you can re-listen you can listen to the show again so it's no problem you can listen to it anytime if you have a free account you only can listen to the show for five times but you can upgrade to mixcloud pro or you can become a select member just go to my profile and you'll see a purple button that says support and once you become a select member you'll get access to offline listening early access to shows exclusive shows and you also can listen to your listen to the to mix shows the mix shows unlimited so thank you again for listening to the show um also make sure you check out my site renatafreer.com in the elite it's coming soon featuring Callie cutthroat she actually did an exclusive interview for the magazine and i asked her different questions so you definitely got to get the magazine she has some hot pictures in the magazine um tell us about shooting for the magazine shooting for the magazine was a fill-in bigger than any other i would say you know i actually um this is going to be my first published magazine i've been modeling for a while and i've submitted to a magazine but never did i ever think i'd be in a magazine 12 pages deep it's amazing i feel like a centerfold yes definitely so that means it's a print magazine you guys will be able to get an autograph from Cali Cutthroat when you of go. Of course. All right. Thank you for coming through. And a lot, of, a lot of times I like to give the guests enough time. Sometimes you can think of stuff. So do you have any closing words before we end the show? Um, I would say if you have something that you want to do and you believe it's right for you, do it. Don't listen to anyone else except the voice inside of you, your higher self. You gotta know what, if it seems like, it seems like everybody's pulling you every different way and you keep coming back to this one thing that you feel is for you, do it. Because, you know, I loved music and I never in my life imagined I'd be opening up for Asian Doll or Bali Baby, like, oh my God, and they were so cool. Like, just do what you love and spread good love and positive energy to everybody you meet and the universe will always return it tenfold. Also, shout out to Beachy. He's an awesome manager. He's not my manager, but anyone need artist development, his Instagram is until the sun dies. All right. Thank you. Also, you got a soothing voice. <laughs> thank Go you. On. I can see you doing radio. Definitely. All right. Thank That's you for thank you for listening to the party connect mm-hmm. cutthroat. Also the mix show. This is DJ Renato Creative Vertigo and Next Level DJ Coalition DJ. Thank you for having me.